I'm your host, Kara Stein-Conaway, and this is the Business Mamas Podcast. The Business Mamas Podcast is made for women who know they should be doing more self-care and practicing more self-love, but are overrun with balancing it all. This podcast provides the tools and support you need so you can have a successful career while also being a present and loving mom. Thanks so much for tuning in. In this episode, I talk about loneliness. I share about how after focusing so much on my career and on my children, that I arrived at a place in my life where I was desperately in need of close friendships, where I could count on having consistent time to both give support and also to be supported. I share with you how I went about creating what I needed for myself. The structure I use in this episode is to share with you an article I wrote that was published in the January-February 2020 edition of the San Luis Obispo Bar Bulletin. After I read the article, I'll share with you some additional insights I've had since writing the article. I hope that if you would like to create this for yourself, that you'll use the tools I share so that you can have the support you crave in your life too. Mastermind Magic, Finding the Tribe I Needed in My Life In July 2018, I was one and a half years into owning and managing the Stein Conaway Law Firm. I was proud that I had created a heart-centered business focused on helping adults accused of crimes in San Luis Obispo County protect themselves and their futures. Being with people in the hardest times of their lives, seeing them fully, and providing them with strong and committed and compassionate legal representation felt deeply satisfying and meaningful. During this time, I read Lori Harder's A Tribe Called Bliss, Break Through Superficial Friendships, Create Real Connections, Reach Your Highest Potential. I realized that despite having a deeply satisfying career and a wonderful family, there was something missing in my life of which I had not previously been aware. I longed for a safe place where I could be seen, where I could be heard, where I could be completely myself, where I could open up freely and where I could connect deeply. I spent a great deal of time in my professional life supporting my clients, being there for them, advocating for them, and problem solving with them. I realized that satisfying connections with clients were not an adequate substitute for being in deep and meaningful relationships with my peers. I found that over the course of the past seven years, since I became a mother, I had deep and meaningful relationships with friends, but most of my friends were in the same stage of life as me with demanding careers and small children. On the occasions that we spent time with each other 
and that there was miraculously enough quiet to get to talk with one another. It was wonderful. But those occasions were few and far between, and they were certainly not something that I felt like I could count on. Not knowing when I would have another opportunity to connect deeply with a friend left me feeling lonely. So when I read A Tribe Called Bliss, I realized this loneliness was a longing for a group of like-minded women I could count on and who could count on me. I knew I wanted to be part of a group that was committed to supporting one another on a regular basis. That consistency was important so that each of us could count on the time together so that we could form strong bonds with one another in a mutually beneficial, giving relationship. I held this new knowing in my heart, and I started thinking about the ways I could create this in my life. As a lawyer, as a business owner, as a mother, as a wife, as a daughter, and as a human who also needs my own downtime to recharge, Where was I going to find the time to build a tribe? I realized I needed to do it for myself because without creating this space where I could both give and receive support with other women who were my peers, I wasn't going to be the best lawyer, the best business owner, the best mother, the best wife, the best daughter, or the best version of myself. I decided that building a tribe was going to be a priority in my life. One big step I took on my journey to create a tribe was to join a local chapter of the National Association of Women Business Owners, NABO. When the Central Coast NABO chapter announced that it was offering an opportunity to join a mastermind group, I signed up right away. The mastermind coordinators asked us to fill out a questionnaire about our businesses, our interests, and in what areas we were looking to grow. I was matched with four other business owners whose interests and goals were similar to my own. I facilitated our first meeting and asked everyone to share the reasons why they wanted to be in the group and what they hoped to gain from participating. At that meeting, I learned that other members' desires were much the same as mine. Collectively, we expressed a desire to have connection with other women and to create a safe place where we can share our knowledge, insights, and resources with one another so that we can create the businesses and lives that we really want. We all wanted to elevate our lives and our businesses, and we wanted to rise together. This sharing of our intentions set the tone for our group and the meetings that would follow. Although our mastermind group is still newly formed, having started our meetings in March 2019, the reward of being in supportive relationships with these women is something truly amazing. Often, I leave our meetings feeling like I'm floating on a magical energy, an energy generated by having a safe place and a sounding board, 
and by connecting deeply with these women who are now my sisters. I get to spend two hours twice a month with these amazing women because we have chosen to dedicate this time to supporting ourselves and supporting one another. At our most recent meeting, I was inspired by the bravery I saw as my sister gave words to a vision for her life that fully aligned with her core values and with her soul's essence. I was in awe of the beauty of giving and receiving that unfolded as one sister shared an idea that she knew would deliver another sister into a new level of peace and abundance. I was invigorated by a sister who boldly declared her goals with such specificity that I could see what she had spoken coming to fruition even sooner than the dates she was setting for herself. Her clarity and commitment inspired me to become clearer with my own goals. In voicing my goals for the end of 2019 and into 2020, I was reminded by my sisters just how far I have already come. I was acknowledged, seen, loved, and encouraged to keep trusting myself and my inner knowing. They saw my dreams and were dreaming right along with me. I am so grateful that I said yes to the opportunity when it presented itself and that I went all in. I am living a more beautiful life today because I know I can count on these women and this dedicated time we spend in service to ourselves and in support of one another. With my whole heart, I want these women to experience success in business and in their lives beyond even what they have dreamed of. I am honored to share this precious life with them, and I am grateful to be a part of supporting them as they bring their gifts into the world. I believe that we are here on this earth together because we are meant to be here for one another. If you do not already have this kind of support in your life and you want it, I encourage you to seek it out. Create it for yourself. My sisters were waiting for me. I know your sisters or brothers are waiting for you too. Are you ready to create your tribe? If you feel like you could use some help with how you go about creating a tribe for yourself, or if you're just curious to learn whether this is something you're interested in, Lori Harder's book is a great place to start. For me, reading A Tribe Called Bliss opened up my mind and my heart to the possibility that this was something I wanted. Once I recognized what I was looking for, it was easy to say yes to the opportunities that unfolded before me. I'm not paid to promote NABO, and I'm not paid to promote Lori Harder. When a person or an organization has created valuable resources, I want to share what has been meaningful for me, because perhaps it will be valuable for you too. Now I want to give you some updates and some additional insights since the time when I wrote this article. 
At the time when I wrote this article, my mastermind group had just started meeting with one another in March 2019. So at the time when I wrote this article, we were still relatively new, several months into meeting, but not anywhere close to the amount of time that we now have together, which is coming up on close to two years. Joining this mastermind is hands down one of the best decisions that I have made for myself in the last couple of years. So we started meeting with each other in March 2019. And in March 2020, as the world shifted due to COVID-19, we stopped meeting in person, but we didn't stop meeting with each other. We just shifted our meetings to Zoom. And so since March of 2020 and continuing through the current time, we are still meeting on Zoom and we are meeting twice a month the way that we have been since the beginning. And it remains one of the things I always look forward to in my week And it's a decision that I am so incredibly glad that I made. As a business owner, it can sometimes feel lonely being the one who's making the call, the one who is navigating the challenges that are facing the business. And having this group of women business owners that I'm so close to and that I'm able to run strategic business decisions by and get open and honest feedback from is invaluable. But what we've created together is much more than just a business strategy group. The level of closeness and intimacy and friendship that we've created in the last two years together is so beautiful And it's exactly what I was hoping I would create when I was reading A Tribe Called Bliss those years ago when I realized how lonely I was and that I was really craving this level of connection. I think one thing that I want to share with you is that I believe that the consistency of our meetings is critical. Like I mentioned in the article, Even at the time when I was feeling this deep loneliness in July 2018, I had really good friends. I had really close friends, friends that I love, friends that I care about, friends that I can talk about anything with. But we weren't consistently meeting on a scheduled basis such that I could count on having that support at any sort of regularity. And I think the fact that I created this mastermind group where we all committed up front that we're going to meet with each other twice a month for this time block, that was really important because not only is the experience of settling in and being present with one another for that time period incredibly nurturing and supportive, But just knowing that I get that in the future is 
equally as important. Because if I have something I'm grappling with, whether it's a work-life balance issue or whether it's a strategic business decision that I need to make, just knowing that I have my mastermind group coming up, I can count on that space and that time and that ability to process and to be seen and to be heard and to be supported. And that means everything. It's the consistency of knowing that that's there that really, I think, is so impactful for me. So if you're feeling lonely, if you're feeling like you need more connection in your life, but maybe you're kind of confused about why you feel that way because you do have really good friends. You do have people that you feel like you can be fully yourself around. It could be that you aren't having the consistency that you need. And so you might want to experiment with if you're not up for trying to create, you know, a group for yourself like what I've created, then reach out to one or two friends that you already have that you really love and trust and want to be more consistent with your relationship and schedule something, you know, so that every two weeks or some other interval that works for you and works for that friend can count on being there for one another and making sure that in that call, you create space for each of you. You make sure that there's time for each of you to support and each of you to be supported by the other. And I think that just creating that consistency can have a huge impact. For anybody who is interested in creating a group for themselves, I really think that there's a huge value in that. And it's something that I plan to continue to be in forever. I don't I don't see a time in my life in the future. I can't envision a time in the in the future where I wouldn't want to be in the mastermind group. So I would just encourage you that if this sounds like something that's calling on your heart and that you want to explore, that you allow yourself to do that, that you, you know, pick up Lori Harder's book and read it, that you give yourself permission to put yourself out there and to ask people to be in this kind of a group with you. I think that there's a lot of reasons why we don't do that, even when we know that we really want it, we really need it in our life. Some of those could be fear. Maybe you've had friendships in the past or even acquaintances in the past that have hurt you, that have received intimate details of your life and have then used that information against you or shared it when they weren't supposed to share that type of information. I know that many of us have wounds where we feel like we've been hurt that way before, but our hearts are resilient and our hearts are needing of love and we want to give and receive love and to be in those supportive connecting deep relationships. And the only way to be in those relationships is to create the space for them, to create the invitation, if you're not already in that type of a group right now, to invite people to join you. 
And I know that that can be scary, but it's so worth it. And you deserve to have that type of connection and support in your life. So I really invite you to be brave and to make the invitation so that you can create this in your life for yourself. One other thing that I think might be helpful to point out is that it does take time to build trust and to create intimacy in a group like this, like the mastermind group that I have. I think that in our group, I think that many of us did really show up very vulnerable and authentic from the very beginning, which allowed us to really dive in quite deeply right off the bat. But even though I feel like we did start off quite deep already, certainly over the last almost two years, we've continued to cultivate the level of connection and support that we can give and receive to each other and for each other. And I think one of the special aspects of having a group like this for yourself is that it's a safe place that you create. It's a place where everyone holds everything in confidence. And it's a place where you get to show up just as you are. And some days you're on fire and it feels like everything that you have planned is just coming together beautifully. And it's a place where you get to celebrate, where you get to shine brightly and tell all these other wonderful women that are in your group about how you dreamed it up and how it's now playing out in the real world. And it's so beautiful to be able to share that. It's also a place where you get to show up if you're having a terrible day, where you can just say, this is what's going on with me and I'm feeling like crap and here's why. And you get to have people who care about you, who get to see you in that place, and who, if you want input, will then give you whatever observations they have for how you can try to move through that challenging time, or just be there to witness you dealing with that challenging time. And sometimes when we're struggling with something, it's just so nice to be seen by other human beings, and especially by other human beings who deeply care about us and who want the best for us always. There are other groups that I have also joined that have been really wonderful ways to have connection. I want to share with you about one of them. And this was a book group that I was invited to join by a woman named Linda Easton. And I met Linda at NABO. This was back in the day when pre-COVID, when we used to have lunch and we were at a NABO luncheon. And one of the questions that was asked at our table was to share a book that you are currently reading and a little bit about why you like it. And Linda started sharing about a book she was reading. And I was curious about the book. And after the roundtable discussion had ended, Linda and I continued to talk about the book that she was reading. 
And then she invited me to join a book group that she was creating to read this particular book that she was talking about. And I was so glad to be invited. At the time that she invited me, I wasn't sure if I would be able to really participate or not, because with being a lawyer and being a mom and all of the different areas of my life that I navigate, I think things through very carefully before I decide if it's if something is something I'm going to commit to participating in. And we talked further about the potential time where we could meet for the book group. And it turned out that the potential time was on a lunch hour where I felt like I could work it into my schedule. And I ended up joining this book group that Linda was leading. And participating in that book group with Linda and the other members of the group was such a special experience. Linda ended up being taken far too soon, and I miss her dearly. But I will always remember that Linda was the person who extended the invitation. When she came across someone who she enjoyed being around, who she realized that she had a connection with, she always invited them to join her for something. And I learned this about Linda when I attended her memorial service and heard everyone who was speaking about her and was speaking about how Linda had invited her to coffee or Linda had invited her to lunch or Linda had invited her to join a book group or a dinner group. And it was clear from attending Linda's memorial that Linda was always making invitations and that she never held herself back when she felt that urge to invite someone to connect with someone. And I want to encourage you to embody that spirit that Linda Easton lived so beautifully and to make the invitation when you come across someone who you connect with, who you want to get to know better, and to know that you will enrich your life by making that invitation And you will also enrich their life by making the invitation. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you shared it with someone you think could benefit from hearing it. Until next time, and with gratitude, Kara Stein-Conaway.